It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The incredible, the fantastic, ladies and gentlemen, come one and come all, to a film you've never seen before. But remember, folks, no refunds. Hello, and welcome to No Refunds, the podcast where we watch bad movies so you don't have to. A Cold North production. I am your host, Ben Reynolds, and this week we watched Brad Payton's 2018 film Rampage. Joining me this time, we have the tenacious Tim Miller. Why, hello there. And Patrick the Law Morris. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Check out everything we have going on over at coldnorthpro.com. And if you like what you hear, leave us a rating and review wherever you found our podcast. And now, Rampage. It's weird. You like hanging out with animals more than people. Yeah, well, animals get me. I rescued George when he was two years old. George never would have survived on his own. He definitely trusts you. Last night, George was seven feet and weighed 500 pounds. George, you okay, buddy? You're scared. It's okay. This morning, he's nine feet pushing a thousand. What's happening to my friend? Are you familiar with genetic editing? Changes will be incredibly unpredictable. Is he the only one? Oh, you didn't know about the 30-foot wolf? day, huh? Science experiments falling from the sky. Having George on that plane, it's a big mistake. I think we'll be all right. Let's go save the world. It's coming back to me. You have to evacuate Chicago. George didn't ask for this. They're going to put him down. That's not happening.
just thinking the only thing that's missing right now is a giant crocodile. Grr. All right. So each week, we all take a crack at writing the Google plot synopsis. Then we, I go and I read all four or all three of our options as well as Google's option, and Tim and Pat try and guess. So here we go. When disaster strikes on the Athena One space station, a dangerous biological weapon is launched back to Earth. George, a gorilla in the San Diego Wildlife Preserve, is as well as several other animals around the U.S. are exposed to the biological weapon. It is up to primatologist Davis Okoye to find a cure. Then we've got... Global icon Dwayne Johnson headlines the action-adventure Rampage, directed by Brad Payton. Johnson stars as primatologist Davis Okoye, a man who keeps people at a distance but shares an unshakable bond with George, the extraordinarily intelligent, incredibly rare albino silverback gorilla who has been in his care since he rescued the young orphan from poachers. But a rogue genetic experiment gone awry mutates this gentle ape into a raging creature of enormous size. To make matters worse, it's soon discovered there are other similarly altered animals. As these newly created alpha predators tear across North America, destroying everything in their path, Okoye teams with discredited geneticist Kate Caldwell to secure an antidote, fighting his way through an ever-changing battlefield, not only to halt a global catastrophe, but to save the fearsome creature that was once his friend. I don't think he ever really stopped being his friend, but... Oh. Wow, that was that's wasn't that was obvious. the thing. <laughs> After his best friend George, the white gorilla begins to grow at an uncontrollable rate and becomes increasingly aggressive overnight. Davis springs into action along his journey. Davis teams up with scientist Kate Caldwell and FBA agent, FBI agent, <laughs> FBA agent. <laughs> Harvey Russell to seek out the truth of what happened to George all while trying to stop a 40 foot tall trio of a gorilla wolf and alligator from destroying Chicago will Davis be able to make it in time to save his friend and the city or will the world pay for the mistakes of corporate greed ending in all out rampage and finally Davis Okoye I'm, I'm just going to ignore the, the typo. <laughs> Chief rheumatologist at S- the San Diego Zoo is in for more than he bargained for when a mysterious when mysterious canisters start to shell the U.S. after a space station explosion. These canisters hold a substance known as rampage, which can cause genetic mutations with the added side effect of extreme anger and rage. George, a gorilla and a close friend of Davis's has been infected, and now Davis must search for a cure before there is no one left to stop it. So, uh, I wonder if you guys can guess which one was Google. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say it was number 
too. That yeah, indeed was have good. To... Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've n- that's like the weirdest Google Plot synopsis I've ever seen. Yeah, that was like way I mean that one just sounded so I don't know, corporate almost. Yeah, I that's a, just a very weird like this is by far the longest we've ever had. And it also is weird that it like talks it like has the whole like it's like it's like they stole like the tag from like a a review of it almost. Yeah, something. Yeah. It like was... a, like a newspaper. It's like it's like it's like a, a it's literally like it's like the description of it that you'd find in a newspaper, I feel like actually. Yeah, exactly. Weird. Weird. Um, yeah, this was not our best work either. No, no, it was not. I mean, to be honest, we only wrote these just five minutes ago. Hey, I did too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this time we weren't, we, uh, we, it seems like Google probably, uh, went ahead and fucking, uh, plagiarized somebody. (laughs) And way to go, Google dicks. I don't see you guys crediting anybody on that review, and it's clearly written by somebody else. Yeah, Google's never been that succinct. Bastards. <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's uh, let's talk about this movie's plot a little. Well, what what no, did you wait, guys wait, wait, think? Wait, wait, wait. Don't we have to guess who's who's? Oh, I guess yeah. I guess I mean if you guys want to guess who's or who's or who's, I guess the main thing was we guessed who's which was Google's. Okay, so Google's was number two. If I can go first, I know I want to go first every week. It's because every week I feel really confident. All right, go for it. Tim was one. Google was two. I was three. You were four. You think that I would have miss? I would have put typos in my own. I was thinking maybe he's trying to throw me off. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Ben is playing 4D chess. No, nope. I'm no, just really I, bad at spelling. That, t- Tim had Tim Tim was calling him David instead of Davis. It's Damn. an easy mistake to make. I didn't know his name throughout any of the film. I just considered him The Rock, anyways. <laughs> also, Ben, I, I actually have a note that is The Rock isn't really a character, or isn't really ever anything but The Rock in movies. It's just The Rock. But Ben, (laughs) fuck you for not reading Dwayne The Rock Johnson in mine. God damn, give the man some clout. I don't ever. I don't read the. I don't read those in fucking Google's. Ugh, I expected it to be. Google puts them in almost all of them, so I don't read them. Damn it. Like, if I had read Googles with that, I would have said Kate Haldwell, Naomi Harris. Mm, okay, Gorgeous, okay. By the way. But, yeah, I, that's, I don't read those. All if right, it's in parentheses, it doesn't get read. Um, yeah, I felt like mine was pretty awful. I, but that, <laughs> I feel like they were all pretty awful. <laughs> but I think that the reason that they were so hard to write is that this movie didn't really have a plot. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. I mean, I'd go as far to say that the plot was incredibly simplistic, which is why they all sounded very similar. 
Yeah. They it was just well, and it was too like it was just weird, like a very bizarre plot. I kept finding myself and well actually oh I will get back to that when we talk about how bad it was and when we get to the questions. But uh yeah, it was just uh so I, one of the one of the first notes that I have actually is I really I do really like the rock interacting with the apes. And I was like do you think that they were like, well, rock, you're the size of a gorilla, so your co-star will be one. Well, then it could have just <laughs> been Brock Lesnar, rock and Brock. Oh god. They could have had uh they could have had Brock do the mocap for George. Yeah. Didn't they call him the vanilla gorilla in the UFC? Maybe. I have no idea. I'm not I'm did. not positive. <laughs> but then my note right after that is Rock should have plowed the hot grad student. Oh <laughs> my god, I yeah. know. And she totally wanted it. Too. She wanted it and was she, like she is up there as one of the hottest chicks in all of these movies that we've watched. You have strange, uh, strange taste. Yeah, like she's hot, but not close to the hottest in all of these movies we've watched. Who's hotter, Neela? Neela. <laughs> Neela and fucking my girl. Ah, oh, you gotta give it up on Alicia, Alicia. dude. Um, Alicia Vikander is so fucking hot. <laughs> oh, you gotta give up on her. No way. Dude, there have been a lot of and like I it's also crazy to me how hot you think Malin Ackerman is. I oh. think Malin Ackerman is probably the third hottest chick in this movie. No, 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 no. Naomi Harris is way hotter than Malin Ackerman. Malin Ackerman yeah. is a babe. I I she's hot, but she is not as hot as Naomi Harris. Oh man, you're yeah, sorely mistaken. Like this is I'm I'm been I'm been on this one. No, I will not back down from this. This is just an agree to disagree situation. Oh man, Malin Ackerman is a babe. Not denying that she's a babe, but Naomi Harris is hotter. No, 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 no. Oh man, I, I, I yeah, keep hearing you say to. no, but. What you really mean is yes. No. No. I'll find some pictures. She's way hotter in Watchmen. Oh, my God, was she hot in Watchmen. Same with uh, Rock of Ages. She was so hot in that movie. Oh, I thought you were going to say that uh, what's-his-name was also hotter in Rock or in Watchmen. Uh, Patrick. Uh, uh, no. um Jeffrey Dean Morgan. <laughs> oh man, I totally forgot that he was the comedian. Yeah. Well, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was also hotter in Watchmen. Well, I mean, he is an attractive dude, but who's who's more who's who's more handsome? Do you think Jeffrey Dean Morgan or the other uh, what's his name? The guy who got killed so fast in this movie. Um, who guy who got, got killed I, so fast? He, the one that got eaten by the wolf. Yeah. Oh, Joe Magnolino or whatever. Yeah. Oh, definitely Joe. 
Joe is I, a, I mean, Joe's a snack. They're both they're both handsome dudes. Oh no. I don't feel comfortable talking about this. Joe is a <laughs> Joe is a snack for sure. That dude is handsome. Tim's the only one who's not ca- comfortable with his sexuality, I guess. Nope. <laughs> well, Tim also gets uncomfortable with the nudity pretty regularly, so psh. Yeah. Were you uncomfortable with the fact that George was nude throughout this movie? The entire I, I time. Was, I was okay with that. <laughs> he's a monkey. He deserves it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, he's gorilla, but like the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, let's move on to the questions. And okay. so for each film we go through, we'll revisit these six questions to lead our discussion. The first question is how bad was it? Pat, what did you think? Um, not bad. Like, honestly, pretty okay. And like, <laughs> I enjoyed it throughout the entire thing. And then as like, as we were approaching the climax, I was thinking like, man, it's amazing to me that they took that. Like, this is maybe the best video game movie there is. And it was really as simple as like, take a game that has no story and give it a little story and then just make it a spectacle. All right. Uh, what did you think, Tim? Um, so I didn't love it as much as Patrick. I liked it. It was all right, but I wouldn't say I liked it enough to say it wasn't bad. There was, like he said, barely a plot, so there was barely enough to keep me involved. It was just big monsters, Godzilla-esque destroying another city, which is why I actually liked it, because I'm a huge Godzilla fan. Not 98, because we all both know that sucks. Mm-hmm. But that's so, thought it was... Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, no, you're, yeah, no, I, I think we're kind of all in fairly... We're in. We're kind of. We're all in pretty close to the same page. I'd say. Um, I thought that it was not awful. I said it was two thirds a pretty good movie, and it had pretty cool action sequences for sure. But like, I so I felt like the first third was pretty awesome. Then I thought that the second third was awful. Really terrible. Yeah. Oh, you mean the stuff with, like, the military base and whatnot? Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Like, yeah. I just, I, because that's when they started flushing out all the energy and stuff, and I thought that the energy plot felt like it belonged in a kid's movie. Um, I thought, I was like, why are they even arresting The Rock? Oh, that yeah. That didn't make sense. Like there was just like a whole lot in that, that the second third of the movie that was just like, what the fuck? And I don't know. And that I, I really I kind of hated the energy and plot. I felt I thought it was super cheesy and literally felt like it was like in Spy Kids. Well, yeah. And the so absolutely. I agree with you. The um, the villains of Malin Ackerman's character and. Um, Pete from the office. Pete from the office. Thank you. <laughs> that's what we'll refer to him as because that's what I thought of him as the entire time. Um, His name was Brett. 
Pete from the office. Uh, they, they were so unbelievably over the top that it's like, I thought she wasn't as bad as him, but, oh God. Like they seriously must've been like, I mean, they were, they were just shy of just twirling a mustache. Like we're evil. Like basically they looked like Jim Carrey in Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't meant to be like that. No, that's and it felt so out of place in the movie cuz the rest of the movie was all all seemed so serious. It just that was the thing that I think I really like took you out. Was the worst part of it for me. So we're we're into the we're into the second question, which is what made it bad. And I, I, for what I literally wrote down was all the energy in slash wide and stuff. It just felt like it was from a different movie. They felt like bad guys from like a get smart type of movie, which I've said basically, like I've talked about like four other movies that were similar to get smart, like spy kids. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It just, they they felt like they were from, they were supposed to be like comic bad, comical bad guys. And it was just like, this movie is seemingly trying to be serious with all the rock stuff, which I really thought that the rock stuff was great. And like, that's what I, like I was saying, like he, which I know it was just a CGI character. <laughs> I mean, I guess there was somebody doing mocap, but the the connection was the, great. The chemistry between the rock and George and then the other monkeys, even too, just, there was genuine chemistry, which I was kind of shocked by how much chemistry there was <laughs> because that's really hard to act opposite of, of a CGI character. And for the CGI character, like when George kept flipping off uh, Davis, that was hilarious to me. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like a monkey flipping someone off. That shit's funny. That's like, that's timeless. Funny. Like farts are just always funny. So true. So true. But uh, what else? What else do you guys think made it bad? I mean, aside from the villains that had no point in being there, other than to give um, oh, what was her name? Kate. Yeah, Kate. Her like her reason for being her, there. Yeah, to give her character motivation. Well, and that I did I, that she was also pretty underdeveloped. Like they, for of the, she just kind of of the three main characters, then, she was the least uh, compelling. I would say. Hey, wait, that's a question. Let's not go there yet. Well, okay, I'm I'm not going to say least compelling of the three main characters. I think she was the least uh, developed, and she was the yeah. weak link for sure. Yeah, I thought so. I like I because it was just. Just kind of like they showed the one flashback with her brother being sick, but like literally our introduction to her was just like she's waking up late and we didn't even know what job she was going to. Yeah, I was under then, for a really long time. I was under the impression she still worked at that company. I same here. And then I was like, but she's like a fucking really like big time geneticist. And she's just like missing work. Yeah, like late to work. Like and it's like, if you're that not, big a deal of a geneticist, then like, it's okay to be late. Nobody's going to give you shit about being late for work. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, there was just a lot, a lot of stuff there that I was just like, what's, what's happening here? 
Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. What did you think about that, Tim? Her entire story was bogus. She created this gene to help her brother, and every time she made a breakthrough, they decided to just use it for more for more garbage work. Like I don't I don't feel like she was needed to be there. Like they could have just had it as well, I guess I can't say that because I needed someone on the inside to be able to tell them how to cure the damn thing. Yeah. But, I mean, other they, than that, she was they just Well, if if the character would have felt more necessary if they had just developed her backstory a little. Yeah, no, they just reveal it all in one small plane ride. And, and that's all that's you get. That. Yeah. And like, I mean, I guess we got the Rock's backstory in a similar way, but it's because I guess it's because he's the Rock, and that's that goes back to that note that I I literally wrote. The Rock is kind of always the Rock, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, well, <laughs> and, and also and I think that that's like so. It's like you almost sort of have like an established character because you have the Rock. And and on top of that, I think that it's more acceptable for the Rock's character to. Uh, not to like not have as much of a backstory as or as much of a motivation because I think that I mean obviously his motivation is George but for him to not have as much backstory because the Keeps people at a distance exactly exactly and they had they given him backstory it would have taken away that mystique mm-hmm. and so like it I think that that's a character that you want to restrict the the information on I wish they hadn't had him keep that fucking hot ass fucking grad student at a distance. Oh man, she was a yeah. Babe. That pissed me. That pissed me off. I was like, dude, what are you doing? I would like, <laughs> I would jump yeah. at the opportunity. Brienne Hill Absolutely. is her name. Uh yeah, she's definitely hot. Definitely hot. Um, I also feel like they definitely underutilized. Um, the guy who played uh, PJ Byrne, the Nelson who played Nelson. Oh, at the very beginning. He, yeah, like he's like the kind of funny scientist. Those uh, like those two, um, the Brian Hill, Amy, and uh, the funny scientist. Those are characters that I was really expecting to stick around, and they were just gone. Like, yeah, they didn't even come of, back I, at the end. I figured that that uh, Nelson, Connor, and Amy, which Connor sucked, but it was kind of funny. Yeah, fuck Connor. But uh, yeah, no, it would have been it would have been interesting if they had stuck around. But and it was a little disappointing that they didn't, because I do think that PJ Byrne could have added some probably needed. Oh, and maybe that's really why the pro the plot like now I'm just like thinking about this and I'm like, well, so there to balance the serious stuff that was happening at the fucking military base. I guess maybe they were trying to, they were like, well, let's just have the widens be funny. Yeah. There are bad guys. Yeah, maybe. And like that just, I mean, which that seems like it would have been way smarter to just have like uh, extra characters get arrested too and go to the military base and be funny. Especially, like, that would have given, even if they had just had them, like, be arrested separately and had them reunite with Davis and Kate 
at the military base as they were escaping, like, and, and then go along with them. Uh, I think that having that dynamic of more of a uh, cast of characters rather than just like two or three heroes um, would have given the characters like, like the rock and, uh, and Kate more to like more to work off of. Yeah, especially with the way that Jeffrey Dean Morgan just kind of popped in and out. Yeah, he came in and out as at his own leisure and like don't get don't get me wrong, I like that character a lot. I think he was really cool and I think he was played really well. Uh but yeah, he was he just came in and out and um but like did you see Jumanji 2? No. Yes. It's not called Jumanji 2 though. It's just called it's Jumanji. Welcome to the Jungle. It, Welcome to the Jungle. That's what it's called. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so Jumanji, Jumanji, welcome to the jungle is technically it's a sequel to Jumanji because they do reference Alan Parrish in the movie. Um, but they, uh, like that movie is don't spoil it. All right. All right. I won't spoil it. Uh, that movie has a pretty solid cast of characters. Um, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, Karen Gillan or Karen Gillian or whatever her name is. Um, Gilliland, Gilliland, they're all great, and and they give like they all give each other something to work off of, and there's a lot of really good dynamic throughout that whole movie. And had they given The Rock more to work with, like the Amy character being like just absolutely smitten, head over heels, like schoolgirl crush on a teacher type thing with the rock and the rock just constantly like not noticing that would have been funny. Uh, having the, the Nelson and rock relationship that was already funny in that, in that scene Mm -hmm. and having the, um, Connor character be so fucking annoying and such a douchebag. Like it all could have added and contributed and made the dynamic of the characters much, much better throughout the whole movie. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe, maybe if they ever make a sequel, we'll see. Who knows? Fingers crossed. Um. So next question is: Which character was the worst? Uh. So just going out on a limb here. Was it Pete from the Office? Yeah, I think it was. Was he the uh, one that got crushed? Yep. Yeah. I'd uh, yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Yeah. It's unanimous for the first time ever. <laughs> yeah, he was a I, and whiny we'd, good we for aren't nothing. even fighting about it. No, he was he was pointless. He was a whiny good for nothing. He added nothing to the plot other than just to be that And he felt out of place. Yeah, that he was just that big wig that had no idea what was going on in his own company. Which yeah. made no sense. I it's I feel like he was miscast. Like Oh yeah, he felt way out of place. Like the not not only the character but the actor felt way out of place in this movie. Yeah, and, Jack Lacey should not be doing movies like this. Jake Lacey, and but also yeah, Jake Lacey. Sorry <laughs> to put like like he's not bad. He's not a bad actor, but to no, put him like, opposite of yeah. Malin Ackerman, who I think Malin Ackerman is actually a really good actress. Um, they they should have put someone someone like with more clout and more chops opposite her. So that again, she had more to work off of. I, I wish I had found some casting. What ifs? Cause it would have been interesting to know who else was up I, for that role. Yeah. And honestly, like 
maybe something as simple as just switching the switching having Jake Lacey play uh, the Joe Maganella, Maganello and Joe Maganello play the Jake Lacey character. Just switch, or maybe even Connor. Oh Jack yeah, Quaid. Con- yeah. Jack Quaid could probably even play that better than Jake Lacey. Jake Lacey. Sorry, Jake Lacey, if you ever hear this, nothing pro- like nothing, nothing we personal. Like you, I really, you. I really like Pete from The Office. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's a great character. <laughs> yeah, but man, he did not get uh, he did not get the ending he deserved. No, he did not. He did not. But um, no, but like I think switch those roles have uh, have Joe Magna- Magnella or whatever his name is play Brett opposite of Malin Ackerman and have that dynamic be there that could have led to funnier moments. And I think would have been much more fitting of both actors. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Well, and then I think it would have almost like have Brett be the, like have Brett and Claire almost switch their roles within the roles. Oh like yeah. Have, if it, if it was Joe Mag, Mag, Maganelia, Maganelia, or whatever it is, if it was him, play, have him be the like more sadistic evil one, and then have Malin Ackerman be the like one who's just like, oh, I just was just trying to get rich. Like, yeah, the, you can't, you know, I was just, I was just here, like, and I maybe, maybe don't even switch the roles, but like, have because they were brother and sister, right? Yeah, have some sort of I, and this is going out on a limb. So let me know if I'm way out there, if I'm way off, but like maybe have some sort of weird, like sexual tension between the two. That's just making these very awkward moments for the audience. Incestuous overtones. Yeah. That might be a little, well, I mean, well, it's funny in, uh, in a very gross way. Blades of glory. Yeah. Funny in blades of glory. But uh, I don't know if this movie... They couldn't it ham it up as much as they did in Blades of Glory. Yeah, and I, I feel don't. like it's pretty necessary that you have to be able to ham that up or else it's going to just seem really uncomfortable. Really weird. <laughs> I, I don't feel like it would have worked well at all in this yeah. movie. <laughs> Especially yeah. with, like, it's, it's a giant gaijin, just dinosaurs stuff destroying... Doesn't need an incest component. Yeah, yeah you don't. You don't have room to ham that up to the degree that it would need to be. But yeah. also, that's a porno that I would watch. Just saying. <laughs> Is there a porno you wouldn't watch? There are a lot of pornos that I would not watch. Are you? Are you not into the like uh, miniature man porn? Like where it, they like have like an action figure that they like. <laughs> What the pretend fuck? is a real person. Hey, welcome everybody to Ben's porn review. <laughs> <laughs> I I've just been told about those. I've actually never seen. Oh them. yeah, I I just uh, I I read it for the articles. <laughs> the, the funny thing is, is that actually is true. About <laughs> One of my friends just told me about how that, like there is like this giant porn. Jesus. <laughs> And I thought it was hilarious that when I heard it, I haven't looked it up, but that, yeah, that's that was pretty funny. funny. <laughs> All right. So, uh, let's move on to our next question, which is which character was the best slash most compelling. 
I kind of think we might be all in agreement on this one as well. All right. Uh, you go first then. On three. Let's all say it at once. All right. One, two, three. The Rock. George. George. Oh, shit. It was George. I, it was definitely George. I, I don't know. George I, had an arc. He was a, he was a victim, and he overcame and had redemption at the end. He was funny. He was relatable. Like he was, he was a very endearing character. And yeah, he didn't have the rocks the coolness slash charm. Yeah, but he made the only sex joke in the movie. So, oh yeah, that was hilarious when he looks <laughs> at the rock and Naomi Harris, and he starts doing the finger in his hand. Mm-hmm. Oh man, <laughs> or the the poop. You're a piece of shit. Yep. You look like a piece of shit. Oh man. That was Yeah. Uh, George, George was just so good. funny. But the but, rock, the rock was uh, amongst so the rock was the like the best human character, no doubt. But that's also sort of like, you know, you're actually I don't even know, maybe Harvey Russell. So Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, I I still think George is the best. I'm I'm gonna fight for George as number one, but I would say maybe even Jeffrey Dean Morgan is was a better human character because he did like have that conflict and he did have like I think he played Mystique better than uh, the Rock did in this movie, and he was yeah, cool like he was almost an Rock, antihero. Davis had his, had the really cool backstory. He had incredible chemistry with the gorillas, namely George. Okay. He had the rock's coolness slash charm, and he overcame his need to keep people at a distance by okay. developing a relationship with Kate. You've and told me. And so- he kept his relationship with George, and chances are they're going to team up to fight crime in Rampage 2. Okay, you've convinced me that he was better than Jeffrey Dean Morgan. But he wasn't better than George. Uh, George yeah. was great. He faked. I did like did. George. He was definitely the best character. Uh, the, the scene where he made him think he was dead was pretty fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because that would like that was such a typical moment for a movie like this. And then when he like wakes up and he's faking dead and he's just laughing at the rock. Like, genuinely just laughing his ass off at him. Oh, man. Monkeys are funny. It's, like, it's a it's an easy go-to laugh. Uh, like I said, farts and, like, monkeys flipping things off. Monkeys are easy to be funny. Well, you guys already have the majority, so I guess <sighs> we have to go with George. We were close to unanimous that time, though. It's true. One of these days, both of those questions will be a clean sweep. Someday. Someday. Uh, So was it so bad it was good? I don't think it was that bad to warrant it needing to come back around to be good. Yeah. I'm on the same page. Yeah. It's in. I think it's. Yeah. It just. It's. It's not great, but it's not. Yeah. It's not terrible. It it wasn't good, but it was okay. 
And like, I enjoyed myself. Yeah. Especially like, I don't know how much you guys have played the games, but like, I remember playing the Rampage World Tour on N64. Yep. And like that, what I remember about that game is, wow, this feels a lot like an arcade game, which at the time I didn't know, but turns out Rampage is an arcade game. But uh, Mm -hmm. what I remember about that game is like, Climbing up the side of a building as a giant wolf and just punching a building until it falls down, like hanging on the side and just punching a building. And like they nailed it like they it's amazing to me that like they that's so silly and so stupid, but they put it on the big screen and they made it work and they made it really enjoyable. Definitely. Definitely. And so, like, in the moment, like, it's nothing to write home about. But in the moment, it's fun. Absolutely. Very fun movie. Yeah. Um, would it have been better as a Netflix slash HBO series? No. Definitely I don't think so. not. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I would not need that. Yeah. I, I mean, no. I would, like you've, like you've alluded to, I would like to see a sequel because... I, I primarily would like to see a sequel because of the chemistry between The Rock and George. And if yeah. they could replicate that and, and bring it back for us for more of that, especially... Well, and they do have a world created, so that... that... Yeah, and especially and with, like, with George uh, not being evil. Well, and in my, uh, in my forgettable bullshit, I was reading somewhere that... Uh, Apparently, uh, well, yeah, in that first scene when the chick is grabbing the samples, she's only able to grab three before she bails, and there's like at least five. Oh, and that's right. Claire says the canisters were designed to be able to come back into the atmosphere. So, in theory, there's there a lot more of the virus left. Virus, yeah, in other places, potentially. Interesting. Hmm. That was so. Someone, so I can't remember where I found that, but someone speculated that that could be a possible. Well, that's a uh, fan theory right there. Yeah, that's a fan theory. That is a yeah. fan theory if I've ever heard one. <laughs> but uh, I did also read some interview with Brad Payton where he talked about how it there is an established world and he wouldn't be opposed to doing a sequel, but it did not say anything about if there was a sequel in the works. Hmm. I mean, I would, I would really like, I don't want to see this as a Netflix series because I want to see this with the big budget of a movie and I want to exactly. see it on a big screen. Um, but I like, I don't want to see it as Netflix or HBO, but I do want to see more. Definitely yeah. want to see more. All right. Well, that brings us to burning questions. And my first question is. Why didn't George get DNA from other animals while all three other animals exposed to the uh, yeah the other two page? No, all three others. No, there are exhibited only two traits from other species. No, there was three. What are they? A rat, an alligator, and a wolf. There was a giant rat. Yeah, in the yep. space station in the beginning. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay okay okay. I'm he on board did, with you now. George did, though. What other DNA did he have? He didn't he have, got, like, like, that advanced healing or... thing. I can't remember. Like, they mentioned it briefly. I can't remember what kind of animal it was. But, but it was... the other ones all got, like, 
the alligator had fucking tusks. Yeah, and the yeah. and the wolf had like porcupine spines porcupine that he could shoot out. And it could fly. And it yeah, could, was, and he could fly. That to me that was dumb cuz the wolf couldn't fly in the fucking game. No, he couldn't. Um and the but alligator didn't have tusks in the game. But I did think it was like he couldn't fly in the game, but I did think that that was actually an incredibly gamey moment that wasn't based on the game where when he flies, the the rock is just like, the wolf can fly. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> like that, yeah. that was funny. And that was, it was smart. Yeah. Yeah. But it still just seemed weird that like the rock that George didn't get anything from like another animal that like s- exploded out of his body, like porcupine quills or tusks or yeah. maybe like a fucking, well, it seemed like the alligator had all kinds of stuff going on. Cause it had like almost like the fucking like uh tar spitting lizard from fucking Jurassic park, uh, Jurassic park things on it. Yeah. And then like, yeah, the alligator was just like, it's almost like they were like they just made it a or initially they made it like a really big alligator and somebody's like mm, give it more tusks yeah and they were like mm, it was let's actually give it a there. little like flare thing too they <laughs> they just I feel like they just kept coming back with the alligator and they like kept like coming and the the designers were like give it more okay this is good but give it more and like the the alligator I feel like was over designed. Absolutely. Whereas the like the wolf, I think was very very well designed, and uh, Ralph the wolf and Lizzie the the gator. Um, uh, but she's not named Lizzie in the movie. She's not. But um, but I think that George was maybe a little bit under designed, like you said. Uh, but I think that that Ralph was kind of perfect, and and the the gator was over designed. Fair enough. My next burning question. Is this what Elon Musk is up to in space? Maybe. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, honestly, with that guy, you never know. But, like, if there's ever going to be someone that, like, turns into a cartoon villain, it's going to be Elon Musk. And honestly, I'm really excited for when it happens. I mean, yeah, probably. Like that, I'm, uh, you... I'm definitely psyched for having a front row seat to that. I was born <laughs> at the right time. Save me, Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, if there's going to be anyone that's like becomes real life Iron Man or like real life Pinky in the Brain or like real life Dr. Robotnik, it is Elon Musk. That dude is insane. You're not um, wrong. So you guys have any burning questions? Why didn't, so why didn't they name Lizzie? Like they went to the, like they were paying homage to the source material, obviously. And so they went to the extent to name Ralph, but why didn't they name Lizzie? Cause Lizzie was barely in the movie. They didn't know about Lizzie until it popped up in Chicago. Scaring the shit out of everybody. So that takes me to another one. Why did they wait so long to bring the, to bring Lizzie in for the drama of it? I guess. Yeah. I mean, it was already a pretty crowded movie as it was. 
Yeah. Monster wise. I don't think yeah. it was crowded. I mean, uh, it was just like, okay, we only have two to deal with. Oh, shit, here's this gigantic third one. We're absolutely fucked now. It was meant to rate it to, like, escalate that risk factor. Yeah. yeah. Here's one that's even worse than the others. I thought it was pretty dope when George broke off the tusk and stabbed the alligator with it, though. Oh, that was <laughs> badass. Fucking amazing. And when George, like, did the jump to stab the alligator in the head... Yeah, through the eyeball. Ah, oh, so cool. Uh, any other burning questions? Yeah, um, why is it that I have a sunburn when I wore SPF 50 today? <laughs> well, I don't think that's related to the movie. Uh, <laughs> it's a burning question. I'm burning uh, right now. It hurts. I have a question. Why wasn't there... Because I stayed... So I liked this movie enough that I stayed for the for all the credits. Um. I fast-forwarded through the credits just so I could see if there was a a stinger. Yeah. So why wasn't there a John Cena stinger? Uh, I would have... Well, I mean... I don't know. Uh, That reminds me. I forgot to ask our... Oh, shit. Initial... The the new question. Yeah, you're adding a new question. we We have a seventh question, which is, would this movie be better with John Cena? And I don't know that it would. Oh, man. I think put a John Cena stinger in there to hint at a sequel featuring both The Rock and John Cena. 100%. Yeah, I'm in. Um, I don't know if I need both The Rock and John Cena. And also, because it's a more serious role, and John Cena has not really been good in more serious roles. I like John Cena in funny stuff. Pop John Cena in the Jake Lacey role? And have him play it the same way that Jake Lacey did as like the whiny little bitch. That would have been hilarious. But then the whole movie becomes a kid's movie. Yeah, but uh, I guess I'm I guess I'm okay with that. I because I don't think that the dynamic of the villains bothered me as much as it did you. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I don't know if it would have been better with John Cena. I don't think it would have been. All right. Well, let's move on to forgettable bullshit we found on Wikipedia and sometimes IMDb. Sometimes. So uh, for this film, the budget was $120 million. Uh, I also actually found the marketing budget for the film was $140 million. Oh, wow. It's a world budget um opening weekend in the usa it grossed 35.8 million that's pretty uh, good showing usa total it grossed 99.3 worldwide it almost grossed half a billion dollars it grossed 426.25 million so they're probably making another one yeah, I would say it's see that number to me suggests like four hundred and basically four hundred and thirty million against a budget a budget of one hundred and twenty million and a marketing budget of one hundred forty million is not bad. I, it's not actually incredible, but it's not bad. Yeah, I so I think that one thing that maybe would get in the way of them making a second movie is like there are there are the very rare cases um like with endgame 
where it's like a sequel, like the movie, the first one was so hot that the sequel is guaranteed. We're going to make even more money, but the vast majority of movies sequels actually see fewer and fewer, like are able to hold less and less of the audience in the U S in the U S yes. And so, so like as but this movie didn't do the, did the majority of its, but outside I, of the U S but I guess that the, I think that the principle holds, uh, holds worldwide of like, you know, if it's not just an absolute jaw, like showstopper, like infinity war was, then it's like, but yeah, some people I, are going to come back for the sequel, but some people aren't. And didn't, didn't we just do the fast and the furious movies? We did. And, and, but I think that <laughs> didn't those they keep making more and more money each time. Yeah. But like, again, I'm coming back to exactly what I'm saying is like, I think that those movies are ones that I would consider absolute showstoppers. Um, so like look at where those stand on the ranking of on the box office rankings all time. They're like the fate of the furious is in the top 10 all time. Isn't it? Whereas this would be nowhere even close to the top 10. Yeah. And so I, I think that comparing something like this to something like the fast and the furious fast and the furious has incredible box office power. And this I think does not. This is more typical. Fast and the Furious is the exception. I don't know. I say throw a sequel in China, and I bet the Chinese market eats that shit up. I would eat it. I would eat it up too. Exactly. Um. Well, so this is the third movie that uh, Peyton and The Rock have worked on together. They also worked on Journey to the Mysterious Island. And San Andreas. Did you see San Andreas? I saw neither of those movies. Okay. I heard San Andreas was pretty bad. Yeah, no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so Warner first acquired the rights for the this film when they bought Midway Games for $33 million in 2009. Huh. Um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Hmm. Uh, the film was shot primarily in Chicago and Atlanta. Okay. I wonder why. Yeah, I mean, it It looks... Uh, I like when a movie is shot in Chicago because Chicago is a very... Um, Chicago is a very photogenic city. Definitely. And Atlanta, not as much, but it's also not as distinct. So it's easy to present Atlanta as like... Uh, just like, you know large city number 57 type thing. Um, and, and well, so that's, and like, there's also sound stages and things in Atlanta too. So you exactly. can do there. Cause the Atlanta is also, is the second like biggest like film city yeah. in the U S so because they get like really good tax breaks there and everything. So it like this movie looked good. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't nearly, and I know that we keep going back to Gotti, but like, Gotti was shot in Ohio and it was like, yeah, this is very obviously Ohio trying to like them trying to make Ohio look like New York, 
but this is this movie looked good and i think that that's it's interesting to hear that it was shot in chicago and atlanta because that's probably why yeah um so weta was used for uh, visual visual effects um we are weta was used in oh troll two. something else we did we did what no it was not troll two. i know <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm blanking on wh- who, who who used Weta that, and what other movie that was that we talked about that used Weta. I'm trying to think of the movies we've done recently because I remember you talking about Weta recently. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Weta is the uh, the visual effects company that was started by oh. Peter Jackson and used for uh, the oh, it was Indiana Jones Four, wasn't it? No, I was thinking it was Daybreakers. Oh, you're right. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because that was the Australian one. I think you might be right on that. It uh, was Daybreakers. I remember you mentioning that. But uh, no, it wasn't. Oh, interesting. <laughs> hmm. I just went to the the uh, uh, script. Were Daybreakers? Have... Yeah. Was it Indiana Jones? Definitely put it in the script. I thought that they used. Um, I could have sworn they used like, um, like, I guess rejected orc costumes or whatever for like those underground guys. Yeah. Oh, you're right. It was that. Yeah, it was Daybreakers. Anyways, continue. Oh yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That was part of yeah. Sorry, that was in a different part. Yep, you're right. Good call. Daybreakers, not a bad movie. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, um, so, uh, but yeah, they they're from the the they are the company that was that uh, Peter Jackson created and used in Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies. They were also used in King Kong as well as Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and War for the Planet of the Apes, which made it a lot easier for them to create George. Yeah, uh, they they have a lot of experience with monkeys. Eric Winquist actually even noted that that in creating George, it took them a lot less time than it would have taken them like ten years ago because of the experience that they had with King Kong and all of the apes hmm. movies. King Kong uh, is not a popular movie, but I really like that movie. It's just so long. Hmm, I liked it, but I'm also a sucker for Peter Jackson, except the Hobbit. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed The Hobbit, and I mean, I enjoyed King Kong. It's just so long. It is really long. Uh, so the release was pushed up from April 20th, 2018 to April 13th to give it more room between the film's release and Avengers Infinity War. Because that film was uh, – it got pushed up, too, for some other reason. Interesting. Um, George and Ralph both share the names of their game counterparts. Lizzie is the name of the gator or of the crocodile in the video game, but she's not mentioned in the film and it's actually an alligator in the film. Um, and the rat is based on Larry, who was a character exclusive to the Atari Lynx. Oh, wow. That's a fun fact. That's interesting. So like, absolutely. So Larry was uh, exclusive to the Atari Lynx version of the game? Yeah. Wow. 
That's actually really cool. Um, and at one point in the film, in the background, you can see George pull a person out of a building and eat them. And that was an option in the video game to gain health for your character. It was. And I remember then, doing that. Uh, <laughs> George eats Claire, and she's wearing a red dress. And you also were able to eat women in red dresses from buildings. Yeah, I remember doing that. That was pretty cool. That's actually, like, those are some deep cuts. Larry the rat and like eating a woman in a red dress. Those are some deep cuts. That's like some nice homage right there. I really, I appreciated this movie before, but I appreciate it more now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well that wraps up our discussion of rampage, but since we don't only watch bad movies and TV, let's talk about some of the stuff that we have genuinely enjoyed watching lately. Pat, Let's start with you. Uh, so Jillian was nagging at me to watch um, that new Zac Efron movie. I'm trying to remember what oh, it's Oh, the called. one about Ted Bundy. Yeah. Nice. I want to watch that. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to figure out what it's called. Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. What do um, you think? It was good. It was... Uh, it was interesting. Um, <clears throat> I would say it was good. Like it wasn't great. It was uh, honestly, I would say it was okay. It was okay. But uh, it, he did a really good job of portraying Ted Bundy. Um, but overall, the movie was just very like it didn't have much of a real arc. It, it didn't have a real like you know a rise and then and then a climax. It was just very straight all the way throughout throughout the entire movie there were some moments of excitement but that was pretty much it fair enough but i would say it's on netflix definitely watch it right on right on what about you tim so i've gone back and i'm watching through mash the classic tv show again very 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 good show if you haven't seen it yet I mean, yeah, it's like 40 years too late, but you might as well get on it. Yeah. Damn good show. Yeah, it's true. It is It is late, but might as well. Might as well. And I think those older shows have aged a lot better than, like, newer shows that we've seen. Like, I think that, uh, like, Seinfeld, still fantastic, still super relevant. Whereas, like, if we were to watch Big Bang Theory in, like, 20 or 30 years... Not good. Not good. But, um, and so MASH, uh, like MASH, Cheers, Frasier, Seinfeld, all just aged really like a fine wine. I don't know. I mean, I feel like a lot of people would probably disagree with you about, uh, about Big Bang Theory. Theory. Probably. But I personally would not disagree with you, but (laughs) I, I mean, but you're just know. presenting I, the you're just devil's advocate a little bit there. Yeah, I mean, I I'm sure that you, that there would be people who would disagree. Yeah. Uh, me personally, I have been watching. Uh, I've been kind of going back through some of the older Avengers movie or not Avengers, just Marvel movies in general. I uh, went back to uh, Iron Man three. 
and uh, Civil War, and uh, actually after we talked about after I talked about uh, how good uh, Winter Soldier was last week, I watched that. <laughs> it was because God, that movie is so freaking good. Like, oh man, I, I it's just I, really damn good. Winter Soldier is good. Um, I watched, I remember watching Iron Man three in theaters and immediately I was like, yeah, I really liked that. And like, I remember the sentiment around it at time of release was like, people didn't like it. And even now I don't think people really love it, but like, I still think that's a good movie. Oh yeah. It's definitely a good movie. Uh, I like, I, it's just like, uh, it's a way different storytelling style than any other Marvel movie had been at to that point. And maybe that's partially why people didn't really like it. Yeah. But, and I, I know that people weren't a fan of the Mandarin twist. Yeah. I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. I thought that the, the way they played it was really funny. And, well, it and was, I also do love Ben Kingsley. And yeah. so, like see getting to see him in a funny role was also fucking awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, it was just, yeah, it was it, fun. It was just, I think it was way less straightforward a lot. Like, um, like whiplash was just this very straightforward, like sinister presence, like very ominous. And that's what Ben Kingsley's Mandarin was portraying. And then to give us that twist was like, Oh no, this movie is definitely different. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, yeah, that's uh, I was also it blew my mind how like I like literally did not remember anything about it when I so I was like I have not seen this movie since like it came out and I was like I remember I liked it, but I just don't remember anything about it really. yeah. and then i put it on and i and it like launched into the yo listen up here's a story oh, and i was God. like oh i totally remember this one now uh, that's the one where he has the suit that flies to him in individual parts right yeah and when the, 40, the is, i think it's 43 and at the end though it comes back and he's just like ah the prodigal son has returned oh yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, that was a good it's, movie. It's really good. It's really good, definitely. Well, that wraps up this week's No Refunds. Don't forget to check out our incredible website, coldnorthpro.com, where you can see everything we do in one place. What a great listen website. To a, listen to us weekly on our other podcast about gaming called Hard Reset. And next time, we'll be watching Andrew Stanton's 2012 film, John Carter. Oh, oh I've seen this one and I actually liked it. So oh god. This is going to be good to see it again. See you next time and don't forget no refunds.